Welcome to the Late Night Vacuum. And we are live with a special edition of Late Night Vacuum, talking Mass Effect Andromeda. I am one of the two hosts here, Grockies, alongside the wonderful and amazing, and I am very jealous of this bastard, Duplar Thackeray. Hello, you wonderful fucks. I hope you're all well. How are you, Grackies? I'm doing amazing, waiting on Mass Effect tonight. <laughs> um, before we start, I think we should sync, yeah? Um, so on the count of three, one, two, three. Shepard. Rex. Shepard. Rex. Shepard. Rex. Shepard. Rex. Moist. Fuck you. <laughs> um, I hope everyone is well. Um, so yeah, this is uh, 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 it's probably going to be a, a rather quick um, talk, but we wanted to kind of do this. We're recording this uh, on the twentieth in a few hours. We're going to have uh, Mass Effect Andromeda um, unlocked in the US. Uh, I think it's the 23rd for the UK. And we thought it would be good to talk about the game. Um, now, Grankies, you've played um, the 10-hour the preview? I have. I have played both uh, the single-player section as far as it would let me go, along with doing mm -hmm. a lot of the side stuff and exploring, too. So I didn't just yeah. go straight for the objective stuff i i did a lot of side things and i also played multiplayer awesome source uh and on my side um i had to kind of keep quiet about this uh due to various kind of agreements and embargo uh i've actually played the game so um thanks to uh a the circles and what and i do the circles i, I work in and the, the the things i do i um i i was uh given the opportunity to play and review uh mass effect drumda for uh a, a publication in the uk um i'll throw the link into chat and uh i'll throw it into the podcast notes if anybody wants to see some uh bizarre rambles but i think it would be nice just to kind of talk about the game in a spoiler-free way. We're not really going to go into anything here. Um, although I think if we do go into anything, we'll probably keep it to the spirit of what you see in those first 10 hours. So Even then, if, I'll try not to spoil much. Just tidbits yeah. that won't really make sense until you actually play it. Just sort of like, huh, I wonder what... Oh, and then you'll get it once you start playing. So it doesn't... Yeah ruin the experience of oh my god it's well it's full of things um so uh i've got my opinions about the game uh, but what are yours what what did you think about it from what you've played uh let's talk let's talk multiplayer first and then okay. we will focus on to the single player uh the multiplayer it's it, just for anyone out there who didn't really play any mass effect 3 multiplayer it's essentially a four-person squad PVE-type situation where it's multiple rounds. You try to complete different objectives, survive through them, 
whether it be surviving the round or having to complete an objective while also fighting enemies and you go through these multiple rounds and then you get the hell out by surviving a couple of minutes to an extraction zone and then your team gets out you get points you can keep doing this leveling up you have different sort of classes I, I i would say is the best way for someone to picture it where you will have a race and then they'll have a set of abilities not the same as you would get fully in a single player game where you get to pick and choose whatever you want they're preset and that's what you get sort of like your npcs in mass effect would have where they have their mm -hmm. preset abilities you only get your presets but you can unlock different characters to find one that fits your play style and play through there. It's fun. It is really fun, especially if you have a coordinated team. Uh, the different weapon options and loadouts you can get, the different class options, you can really find something for you. Then there's a lot of leveling up that you can do. There's loot boxes that you can get, and those loot boxes are something you mm. earn within the game. So it's not like you go and purchase a side loot box thing. You earn it within which means that like people that like earning loot boxes in games mm -hmm. and like to open packs and see what new stuff they get, uh, that's an itch that a lot of gamers really have. It, it feeds it. It feeds it really well. So it's always, oh, I need to get more in-game cash by doing more missions and open the box. Oh, what shiny new things do I have? What shiny new things do I have? Nice. So it's got good gameplay. The verticality is there now with the new jump packs and dashing. So mm. not only can you dash side to side to dodge, but you can also go vertical and you can go vertical and dash too to get over gaps, over areas. It gives you a lot of maneuvering room and the enemies are really good at using it too. So the AI is smart enough to use that verticality as well. So you're constantly playing three-dimensional chess against them with guns. That's a very good way of putting it. Uh, I was actually going to ask you a bit about what, how do you feel the AI has progressed? Because I have my own opinions that I focus on single player, but uh, from the multiplayer viewpoint, what did you feel? The AI is a beastly son of a bitch. <laughs> They're smart yes. enough to do things like come in from two different angles and flank you while pushing their their big, big nasty stuff up front to keep your attention while all of a sudden you got three guys with machine guns behind you just opening up as you're in cover and you're like shit you turn around and you just have to try and get the hell out as a doorway is now blocked and you're just throwing grenades hoping to get the hell out of there uh they're smart and these are the bronze level missions yeah. so they're they're tough they're smart it makes it feel fulfilling but it's not so difficult that you feel overwhelmed completely it feels like it challenges you to step up and that you can achieve that and then progress further with it once you've got it because you get to a certain point and you're like ah, oh, we've done this we've got this and i've got a character that i was playing yesterday with a sniper rifle or there were these beastly guys that would float. I call them space wizards. They'd float inside a sphere of like oh, yellow energy. God, yeah, and you had to you have to get the ball first. Yeah, well, the sniper rifle pops that in one shot. So it was just it's a single shot sniper rifle reload every shot. But it we were doing Widowmaker jokes for Overwatch stuff with it. One shot, one kill. However, the, if we uh, all focused it one of us would pop the bubble and then two of the snipers would two shot the thing and it would just die 
So we figured out how you can really, you can start to figure out what you're going to fight against. You get the rhythm, you build your <laughs> tactics, and it generally works. Yep. Um, now, just as a curiosity, because I, I really didn't spend any time in the multiplayer, uh, when you talk about getting these boxes that you yeah, reward crates, mm -hmm. um, any of this require or have the option, I should say, uh, for real money? Or is it so far everything is totally within game currency? Uh, everything that was on the trial was in-game currency. However, there was a slot at the top, I noticed, for some sort of, like, origin points type of thing. And there was uh -huh. a message that said 10% off if you have an origin thing for origin points. Uh -huh. So you can earn it all in-game. Good. Both through your strike teams, which you can send out in single player. And you can send them out through the multiplayer menu, too. So there's a nice little tie-in there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was talking about that tie-in. Um, in the single player game, when uh, you you actually, uh, on the ship, the Tempest, which I'm, I don't think that's a spoiler, uh, you've actually got a console where you can um, uh, send out strike teams um uh to do other missions and collect rewards and loot and various things for you and you can also join them um and they're, they're the apex missions those are the multiplayer um, missions that you're running exactly you are an so apex it's a nice strike squad. it's a nice tie-in mm -hmm. um so you've you can do that um now i've there's a as I said, console I've... also on the the big station oh yeah 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 um so I think what we can talk about from um, the single player, again, with no spoilers, well, there is an elephant in the room, which we'll need to kind of talk about. Um, but what were your general impressions of the single player game? Uh, starts off like any Mass Effect, honestly. Mm -hmm. So you start off where, you know, hey, we're going to do this cool thing. Oh, shit, stuff went wrong. It's Mass Effect. We all know that's going to happen. It's not pretty happy sunshine time. It's Mass Effect. Things are oh, going to go be wrong. Fantastic. Welcome to the pretty happy... Well, I mean, it was like, uh, I think my take was, oh yeah, you kind of knew these golden worlds wouldn't pan out because it is Mass Effect. It would be a very end, very quick game. Um, for me, it was... It was it was kind of like programming and and uh, deprogramming myself or uh, that that kind of scenario, um, and I was also because for the review I had to think about this from the mindset of a Mass Effect fan and also a new person coming in. Um, when I'm so, we're so very for us as, as fans of Mass Effect, we're so very familiar with that universe, um, what it all means and who everybody is and that kind of stuff. So as the game starts, it's very much a welcome familiarity, but also having things slightly thrown out of kilter. Mm -hmm. um, and they do that um, throw out of kilter very well with the rather kind of uh, dramatic, you have to do these things now, you have to go and do this, you have to go and do that. Um, but the flip side of that means that it was also very much full on and, and not, a, not a gentle, warm um introduction it was you're in yep um so it was um splashing as as you you know get you get your feet kind of thing 
Um, I do wonder what that would be like for a person first into uh, Mass Effect because, you know, I very openly um, view this as uh, the great sci-fi story and sci-fi environment, um, you know, on a par with the Star Trek and Star Wars and uh, with that sheer depth of knowledge and just imagining how that must be for people kind of coming in cold is like, fuck. Um, but once you kind of uh, progress into the game, uh, it does kind of uh, balance out and, and, and sort itself out. Um, but go on. Well, what I was going to say is it's no different than the first time I played Mass Effect, the first one. The depth of knowledge that was there in the first one thrown oh, at you huge. right away is just as much as this one. Do you think it was thrown at you right away? In yes, that? because yeah? I remember the nasty scenario with the Prometheans on the planet where you go right into it with all hell breaking loose in the first one. It starts off basically, hey, you've got this happy giant place. Oh, crap, things are going really bad for you. It, yeah. it, okay, it no, I can... hits you with just tons of information and bad stuff right away, which is where all the journals came in. And you would That's read through them and read through them. That's interesting. It's almost the same experience. The uh, That's actually very interesting because um, there's a mantra and a mental thing I've been doing for myself, which is uh, when uh, you approach Mass Effect Andromeda and you do comparisons, are you comparing it to the trilogy or are you comparing it to the first episode first. of the trilogy? And so I have to consciously kind of think that through. And it was funny because I, I, I focus about the experiences and the joy and the scope and the, and the issues of the first game, but not the onboarding, as it were. So I, I will take that point. Um, the, uh, what I found uh, quite... So I gave it a, a, a very high rating, um, but there were there, there there were I think a few mischances. Um, I think that there could have been an awful lot more strangeness and otherness, um, where in in the new Mass Effect world. But really, I think the spirit of the game is to take the pre-existing culture and civilizations and to report them into uh, a new setting. Um, which I think it does very, very well. But uh, there would be questions about... I know we're talking... We're getting a bit more critical, but because I do want to kind of move on from that and focus on some nicer things. But I think there are question, would be questions about is this Mass Effect 4 or is this Mass Effect 3.5, if you get where I'm coming from? This is Mass Effect 1 again. Well, no, I'm talking more about um, moving from um the 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 trilogy uh into the air quotes next generation of gaming um does it deliver on that and mm. what i found was yes and no it's basically mass effect more of the same uh bigger uh a bigger story t uh, telling scope um a huge range of interactions um amazing things you can uh investigate and do uh but at the same time from a person who, who's kind of been a big fan of the first three um first three films one of the first three uh games 
there's not an awful lot of advancement. I, I'm trying to on, be on the tech side. They really haven't advanced much. Uh, it, it, the biggest yeah. thing they gave was verticality. Now, verticality is, and I'm kicking myself. I didn't have a chance to write about it in the review, but the verticality is makes such a difference in the game. Um, makes a difference, but with them putting it that much in there, I wish they spent a little more time on it because it is buggy at times. Yeah. Um, now, when you talk about buggy, are you talking, what, what kind of buggy are you experiencing? I'm talking about getting stuck on a ledge and having to go back to a checkpoint. Multiple well, I've times. Never, I, I've never had that. What I have had was um, the UI um, system. I'm trying to find ways into places and I'm not, and, and I think I'm at the right level, but I'm not. Um, and I've spent like embarrassingly long times trying to find somewhere, trying to climb a fucking mountain um, to realize it was a cave. Uh, and it's like, shit. Um, it does that, that much. Yeah, I, I, I've learned through other games like Zelda and stuff to... Always <laughs> check up and down at the same time. Like start going up. Nope, go check down. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's like no. You go and you go to check down, and you think to yourself, right? Well, you know, the, will the map show me stuff? No. Yeah. Mm -mm. um, uh, well, it kind of yeah. does. Uh, no, well, I'm saying it doesn't for these particular scenarios. I'm talking uh, about. Okay, because um, I, what I learned to check was the gradient lines. Oh, so you mean like where the mountains kind topographical? Of us? Yeah, the topographical yeah. contouring actually helped show me how it went. And well, that's was. kind of interesting because I was looking at at that and I could not tell. Um, there was one point Boy where scouts. I <laughs> there was one point where I tried everything I could to get to a point, and I had to um, totally reverse around and go the other direction. And actually, I will say. One of my biggest recommendations... So this is a, a, a game that's very heavy on the exploration. Uh, but actually, let's let's peel back from that. We were talking about um, the, the idea of next-gen and non, not next-gen. Uh, the elephant in the room is, holy fuck those faces. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I was playing the trial, and I had not yet heard about how how many people um how many people had issues with the faces yet i hadn't heard any of those reviews i hadn't heard about people panning it so i didn't know about that yet when it was happening and when i was playing through it i kind of wished i could have streamed it because i was making so much fun of the faces early on like, yeah. I noticed it's even in the early subtle stuff. Mine weren't as exaggerated, but there were moments where it was like, XYZ people are dead. And it was this like half weird smile thing. Like, ha, all these people are dead. Yay. Uh, it's like, uh, what the fuck was that voice and face? There's, um... The, the the facial animations are are rough i mean let, let's just say the character creation system it's adequate if you're 2005 um it's it see we're kind of spoiled in many ways as well when we look at three lateral and the kind of work they're doing mm. um and when we think about that and when we 
even compare it to original Mass Effect, um, there is uh, quite a you know a step back in terms of the the actual creation system. When it comes to the facial expressions, um, everybody, with the humans in particular, and I would, let's I mean we could almost exclusively say humans for this. Uh, their cheeks, for example, have absolutely zero expression they've no musculature there's no kind of movement um and, and and that's a very base um one i mean you could talk about warmth and pigmentation and flush reactions and various other odds and sods but the ultimate thing is that everybody looks botoxed um the that creates a lot of problems and i think is going to be um a bit of an albatross um right now and probably for a good bit to follow uh, I'd love there to be a patch. I, I don't know if there will be one. Um, the uh, the reason why I think this is an issue is that everybody, we're all taking so much time um, looking at those faces and going, fucking hell. Then we are getting pulled into um, the character growth and development into the into the ongoing story and so yeah. forth. And it really kind of, it detracts across the board. Now, what I found quite interesting is that um, it's an ugly baby, uh, and the more you play it, the more you're okay with it. It's um, your it ugly baby. It's your ugly baby, but it 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 slows the time for an emotional investment into the game. And I'm it does. to me, I think that's where Mass Effect um, and these kind of games really kind of come into their own, where you kind of connect with the story and the motivation and so forth it makes it harder um but it's very it is very um successful um scotty bz1 one me uh, is saying i was expecting mass effect andromeda to be amazing but it looks like i will be disappointed i'm gonna say if you're a fan of mass effect you won't be disappointed so far um, from the trial when i played through i can say that the story of it and especially if you if you there is an option in the settings to keep your helmet on mm -hmm. during cutscenes. If you do that, it helps a lot. Paper it, bag mode initiate essentially. So if you do those two things, the story is great so far. It's engaging. It pulls you in. Uh, yeah. Like with any Mass Effect, this is no spoiler to anyone out there. They start off as a linear starting mission. It's almost like your tutorial that gets you mm -hmm. used to how your character works, how combat will work, how all the systems in the game will work to an extent. And then the game opens up. That's the way all Mass Effects work. And mm -hmm. in this one, when it opens up, you go, oh my God. Yeah. Because it opens up and it makes you go, I, but there's all this and the, oh my and then you go to your first world, like with any Mass Effect, there's multiple locations you'll be able to visit throughout a game. And you go to the first location, and you're thinking, oh my god, this area was big. And then you go to the location, which normally were much more contained and smaller and linear in Mass Effect. And it becomes, oh my god, this is also so open. There's so much I can do here. So if, you, if you're a gamer that, that doesn't like being stuck on a linear path, that likes being able mm -hmm. to take a side angle try a different route 
look at multiple ways you can possibly try to complete something or or get into yeah. an objective, not just pound through the front gate and do that, but you can take a side angle, you can take your time to set up to be a sniper instead and maybe pick people off and slowly yeah. whittle something down and, and do those those areas. Those approaches. Angles. So um yes yeah. yeah, so, so from um my 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 take on it is that it's it is a it's a great Mass Effect game. Um using the Frostbite engine that it's a it's a it's a worthy successor uh, to the first three films, uh, to the first. See, this is where I'm going with my analogy, and you understand why. Um, it, it worth exposure to the first three games, uh, and as I was playing it, I was feeling very much that this was almost like the the Force Awakens of the Mass Effect. Kind of. Um, there are certain beats, certain elements, uh, certain familiarity, shall we say, in the in the game in the setting. It's kind of like revisiting that uh, five years on and say, look, we can competently handle this and we can take it to the, to the you know, build this out, take it to the next step. And, and there we can are use nods. that as a basis. Yeah. And we, oh, there are nods. Uh, we can, I don't know what I can say here. Don't, don't, um, we, can... we won't say specifics. We'll just say if, if you're new to Mass Effect, this is actually an okay entry point. To, to yeah. get you into a game, it's not That's an just... amazing game for gaming's sake. It's an amazing game actually... for story. Well, I want to. I don't. I don't want. I want to unpack that. Um, but I. But before we kind of get there, I In was going to say yes. There. Well, I. I would disagree. Um, I. I would say that there are Easter eggs, there are fun Easter eggs, and there's a couple of absolute corkers. Where I was just sitting here laughing, um, going, you, oh, um, I find, I find it, I actually do think it's a great game. And I think it's a good game uh, beyond the Mass Effect uh, uh, universe and framing. I think it has um, an awful lot of similarities to um, a couple of other games like Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, and a couple of other things. Um, I think it has a really nice combat system, uh, which is greatly improved from um, the original Mass Effect games. Uh, I love the new cover system, which is uh, very kind of organic. Really makes makes combat flow. Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't think you liked it, did you? I felt it was a little clunky at times because sometimes I'd be trying to move between covers because I try to keep combat fluid and do flanking stuff. And I usually play at a much, at a high difficulty setting. Mm -hmm. And the problem I was running into is I would flip in and out of cover so fast doing that. What would happen is I'd miss my shots while getting shot repeatedly because they have. Oh, auto interesting. Now I've not played it on hardcore, but, uh, I played it on the normal setting. I found it completely smooth. I had to drop um, it down to normal in order to do it because of I, how much yeah. it was, how fast paced it is on the higher settings and um, how the cover system would almost interrupt you and not them because the, their AI, their auto aim is able to pick you off when they're doing that. But for you, it changes your camera around so quick oh, and so rapidly. Oh, wow. No, I've, I have yeah. not had, uh, I have not had any kind of camera flickery <laughs> or any bit of nonsense like that whatsoever. 
Um, I it's been very kind of solid in the combat. Uh, I found the uh, enemy AI to be completely invigorating. Um, I found uh, my cohort AI uh, to be actually um, blissfully intelligent as well. They're they're not um, just there for you know to give you the the finishing blow as it were. Um, it's very much let me just copy a dropbox link i'm just going to share something in chat um it's it's there for um you know they, they they will take the kill and they will get the the people even as you're being flanked they're trying to kind of sort and survive and you know it's it's when great I dropped it to normal, it, onto that yeah it definitely yeah. was great on normal once it got into the harder modes my ai got yeah. dumber because they were trying to take cover too and what they would do is I would try and take corner positions. So I had mm -hmm. a couple of ways that I could be facing the enemy and maneuvering, except my yeah. AI wanted to take corner positions, even when I told them to go elsewhere. So they would constantly bump into So me. you would tell them to go elsewhere and they would take the corner. They would still try and get into that general area, take a corner, wow. and they'd be running into me, pushing so, me out. But stepping, stepping back, yeah. you controlled them to point them to go to another location. Yep. And they still did that. Because they're trying to be smarter than what you're controlling them to do. That's bizarre because whenever I was doing my control, uh, control shifts, they did it. In normal, um, they did. In harder modes, they step up with the other AI and they try to be smarter uh, than they should be, which ends up causing an issue. And then when you're trying to play it faster, the cover system, what happens is when you get into those corners, you can be going to shoot, shift, but when you do, it's like in cover, out of cover, in cover, out of cover. So all you're doing is you're slowly ducking your head up and down as you move. And it's basically getting shot, getting shot, getting shot, getting shot, instead of being able to crouch walk or maneuver across cover. It's not smooth. It gets very herky jerky like that. And yeah. a simple fix for that would simply be, let me crouch. If you let me crouch and slide into yeah, cover there like is that, no, there is no crouch. Except when you walk to cover, you crouch. Yeah, you, you, so and you like, kind of. Just, I found that me, I found that to be and it would very get rid of the weird up down ducky shooty. Just just let me crouch, and it would fix all of this. <laughs> yeah, um, the I, I think for me, I can totally see where you're coming from based on that scenario. But I again, I never experienced that. For me, it was it was smooth as butter. Um, we have a question um, from Scotty in chat. I heard the mood in the story needs to be more serious like the other Emmy games. Um, that's an interesting one because that's really down to the person's per, uh, individual preference. Um, it's not all angst. It's, it's not like the Reapers. Um, so the tone was made more intentionally light. Uh, and part of, I think, the reason behind that was if you if you made it intense, uh, that could very well counteract the the exploration aspect of the game. Um, as much as there are missions and things you can do part of the joy of the game is actually being on the planets and exploring them and discovering things. Um, and I think they've kind of, you know, there's, there, there, there had been various kind of pushbacks regarding 
um, the, the 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 fact that you you were driven towards such a central goal in 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 the trilogy. Um, I did find I was very aware of the tonal shift, um, and I did find that I'm just reading another question in chat, which I'll work my way to. Um, I did find that. Uh, I've completely broken my mind. Where am I? Uh, You're talking conversation. Mass Andromeda on uh, I, I know. Yeah, no, there were so many other little conversations going in chat that I'm trying to process and and various things. Um, I think I think the game is as serious as it needs to be. I mean, let's not kid around. For various reasons, there are huge stakes in the game. Um, everybody's lives, basically um the uh but it's it's not as angst ridden it's about an optimistic future uh, yeah. or potentially optimistic future so you know i can completely be okay with that they did uh, Carl that. Brecken, yeah. mass effect was you know oh god doom and gloom versus this is n new uh, <laughs> a new hope Ooh. Uh, Carl, um, Carl Brecken asks, do you think it has been targeted more to kids or more to adults? Adults. This is an adult. Yeah, they're the storyline, yeah. the and without spoiling any of the things, if you look at the achievement list, which you could basically do even if you pre-ordered the game at this point, so this doesn't yeah. really spoil much, it says, get the three romance endings for an achievement. So that means they have the typical Mass Effect romance scenes, which are not for kids. They're still, you know, pretty PG-13. They don't even quite cross to R in Mass Effect, although this might. We don't know. I'm, and I won't let Dublar spoil that for me. Okay. But uh, it's PG-13 to R in that range sort of thing. It always has been for Mass Effect. That's not for kids. Mm. Yeah. Um. And there's some great comments coming through and I want to tie them in and talk about some other things as well. Uh, I found, I find that this game is, it, it's, hey, it tricks her for kids. This is not Barney uh, Mass Effect. Um, this is proper, proper Mass Effect, Mass Effect um, from uh, the implications of various things, from violence, from uh, language, um, uh, holy shit! There's a lot of the fucking... political intrigue that's going on. From the, yeah, um, and again from the various morality choices you have to make. Um, this is this is a game that has uh, all the. If you remember the loyalty missions, loyalty missions are back, um, and various other things. There's a lot of shit going on, and it's definitely uh, an adult game. I mean, it's not harder. Um, you know, you're not walking around with a baseball bat um, saying hello, say hello to my friend and braining people. That's probably a DLC. Um, well, but uh, I mean, it's it's up there. It's not up there, but depends. you know, I mean, it's like it's multiplayer. <laughs> yeah, it's multiplayer, but it's it's an adult game. Um, uh, uh, she, uh, she what, uh, I want to know how you say your name. She won Shingara. 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 Oh, I see. Um, I think I know what you mean. In what I played, I felt detached. The emotion wasn't there. In the trilogy, the angst was there. The danger, the connection, I felt that was missing. 
in a way, I totally agree with you. And that was one of the things I had to process and think about as I was playing it because the Shingara, thank you, Shingara, uh, it, it kind of boiled down to, um, am I playing the, am I playing Andromeda or am I playing the memory of three other games combined? And I had to kind of program myself and think about that. I also had such high expectations of the game. I had to come and go through my own judgment of it. I also had the fact that the graphics, the facial, everything else. I mean, I, just, I put a link in chat so you can see some of what, you know, how it typically kind of looks. Uh, the facial animations are pants and take you out of the game. Um, so as you have option. all of that, helmet on option. So as you have that, if you're playing the 10 hour preview version of the game, um, you're going to be completely detached throughout all of that. I was completely detached throughout all of that because I was trying to come to terms with what they'd done. Um, because uh, in my mind, the facial animations are, are so bad, I would ask, how the hell did this get past QA? How is this considered for a release candidate? Um, um, I can answer that they're obviously Go for it. A project manager or producer or whatever they want to call them for gaming said... We took your notes, QA. Screw you, too bad. Now, what's interesting, and I, I have no um, source I can attribute to this, but I heard um, some uh, words earlier today talking about how EA offered uh, to give them a six-month extension to fix things up, and they didn't take it. Now, I can honestly understand why, because this game is so big. Um... Uh, the fact that they've kind of I mean if, total total conjecture if I was working in this game I'd be burnt out um, and I'd want it shipped <laughs> because this game is huge this is this this is a big big game this is Skyrim big game bigger I'm going to say for Skyrim it, it's, I think it's much bigger um but it's that that's for me when i think of skyrim i think of the auto gen auto repeating missions which means the game never ends this game doesn't have uh from what i can tell auto gen auto repeating missions mm. so the scope of it is so much bigger but at the same time it's it's far more curated but eventually it's finite um and we're seeing a lot of people in ea uh doing the ea thing i I'm not a fan of EA or their practices, and it actually, uh, you know, I had various kind of issues and, and, and personal thoughts on that. I don't know if it was EA. As I've said, I've heard word it was actually Bioware. Um, as someone who, and I have actually worked in game development, uh, what I can say on, on that front, likely, is if, if Bioware was actually offered six months, and they said, no to six months which game studios typically won't burnout is a possibility more than likely the technical issues that they were having with the engine in order to get the facial animations right wouldn't be six months with their current staff it would be six months yeah. with a full mocap setup yeah and the the necessity to import that and a new staff that could bring all of that in which probably isn't something that would be offered. So it was six months with what you have to mm, fix it, mm. which as a developer, they probably went, we can't do it with that setup. 
and mm. that happens a lot in yeah. games. And you, you'll hear things happen. like, well, we gave them extra time, but we didn't give them resources for the time. Time doesn't do anything if you don't give them the right equipment, technology, and resources. Yeah. And that's true. From the way the facial animations were in there, it there wasn't work. any real. And honestly, it would be PCAP that they needed more than anything. It wouldn't be even mocap. It it, it would be full performance yeah. capture to fix something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, there are a host of other issues like that. But um, what I what I can say is, I fell in love with the game in the same way I fell in love with other Mass Effect games. It's just that the facial animations meant it was much harder and it would take more than the 10 hours. So I'm seeing some comments in chat with people talking about the experience right now of feeling de uh, detached. Uh, Scotty Beasley says, I, I hope the game makes me want the next Mass Effect game. Looking forward to the next one. Um, I'm worried about spending money on the game. I would say don't feel bad about spending money on this game, but be prepared to play the game. Um, when when I play Mass Effect, um, it's for... I immerse myself in the, in the world, in the character interactions. I go off, I do all the little kind of quests and so on. More so for Andromeda, this is what brings you in. Um, it's just got a very long time before you start to have almost like a face blindness. Uh, you you focus on the story, the words, and what's being said, but you're no longer uh, fully critical of the features. At least that's how I kind of found. But that, that was well beyond the 10-hour mark. You've that, got a face on you. That's the thing. Is I, <laughs> I only had the six hours, and I couldn't do it in the six, yeah. which is why I, I oh, couldn't God, help no. it on. And as soon oh, as God, I no. did that, it helped a ton. However, uh, one thing from uh, the article that I did disagree with is yeah, because I did helmet on, I couldn't always see the faces, and I heard just the voices. It was basically eyes closed, and I started. Yeah, you that. didn't like you didn't like the the voice acting. There were parts that I didn't like where the emotion of the line did not at all match the emotion of the voice. The delivery was off. It was either flat. It was disjointed, oh, yeah. disconnected. And I, and yay, being a voice actor now, I notice it a little bit more, <laughs> I think, than a normal person would because it's, I have to critique myself all the time. It's kind of interesting because I... While while I think you, you, it sounds as if you're disagreeing. I actually, in spirit, agree with you. But again, I'm looking at the oh, his heart exploded or whatever. These some of the, I mean, there's some shit lines in there, and the tonal deliveries of some things is, um, it's of the Keanu Reeves. I know kung fu and whoa. Um, it's even uh, more Il flat Kof. than that because he at least yeah. had the whoa moment. Like oh my god. <laughs> There isn't even the, oh my God, like the, one of the earliest ones that, that people have made fun of, and this is a meme yeah. everywhere, so this isn't really a spoiler yeah, line, but go my face it. is tired, which is that meme line from, uh, I can't remember the character's name on the bridge, uh... she's one of the administrators. Oh, you mean the one who looks as if, yeah, yeah, uh, um, What's kind of interesting? I mean, she's I think the worst of 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 them, um, but, and it's like what? 
Anderson. That's it. The first part um, is the fact that the line is my face is tired, which is not how it should be written. <laughs> Secondly, yeah. it's my face is tired. And it's like, why did you go up? The, huh? And why did you, why did you do that? Um, and that I was think, enough to pull me and go out of it because I didn't have helmet on it. Oh, that's time. an interesting one because when, when I started doing, cause I mean, yeah, I mean, for me, there were a couple of, very rough moments like that but when i started doing my okay uh where where are we uh i've watched i'm li watching star sickles uh posts which make me think of james t kirk my face is tired <laughs> um I, there was i yeah there, there, uh, i hmm. was uh viewing a lot of my kind of as i was kind of going through and verifying these things for the review I was kind of taking from the latter stages of the game and I don't know then if there's uh I, I mean I would hope they I mean I'd be surprised if they recorded linearly no. um and yeah I was going to say um so actually as I think as the game goes on it gets much better but a lot of the problem I had with the voice was the voices was the actual visual aspect of it um that it it required the voices to do so much more heavy lifting so when i'm hearing voices i mean i i still think uh, jennifer hill's femme Shep is um a, a master class in in voice acting the the emotional beats in everything that yep. she says is it's sublime um and when we don't have any of that here um but what we do have are light subtleties in what people are saying uh the only problem is that without the visual base to carry it off it's left in my mind floundering um and so if we're looking at exceptional performances versus good performances or journeyman performances which is things kind of vary in in andromeda I can take I can see where you're where you're coming from, but I also think that uh, it, it's kind of oh, horses for courses. Um, I found it acceptable. I didn't find it as engaging as uh, the original trilogy voice acting. Um, but there you are. I've owned, uh, what character did you play? Did you play uh, the female rider female. or male rider? Female as well um but i did i did start <laughs> off a male rider character as well just to hear the voice how was it i never did that it was okay um that was the thing is there were moments that appeared to both of the the original shepherd characters initially engaged me as both characters had gravitas mm. they were oh there's no gravitas in in these characters that was the thing is they didn't they are supposed to be from just the early stuff that they gave us on the website. Like when you go through the whole uh, Andromeda Initiative website and they talk about the Pathfinders and the team and who they're supposed to be. These are supposed to be the badass of badasses. They're they're meant to be now, ultimate explorers. I don't, I don't want to go too far into this, um, but I I think there's an entire reason behind that. Uh, and I, and I, I think I've cracked the code. Um, one, they're not pathfinders. 
they're part of the Pathfinder they're not, team. To, yes, so but they're not Pathfinders. Yes. Two, it's the entire conversation system that they that they're using. So rather than uh, have certain good, positive, ultra bad, ultra good uh, responses, um, which in the original game would have been delivered in that professional tone. Um, you've actually now got uh, a, a, a different system where you can uh, use tone of emotion or you can use tone of logic or you can use tone of professionalism or you can use tone of casual. Yep. And there's absolutely no way you can play a casual toned person and still have gravitas in this game. Uh, the way I've played it, absolutely not. Um, the... Uh, as I've played it, I played a hot, emotional, uh, casual conversation person, and I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a flippant, wear my heart on my sh sleeve kind of person, uh, and it completely fits in my mind the tone of my character. Um, if I was uh, uh, a pathfinder, we've got a mission, um, then I would have picked other choices. By gravitas, I don't mean hard leadership. I mean that they have okay. an air of presence no matter what they're saying. When it's casual, they even in the even in a casual it... conversation, the tone isn't okay. flat. It's they're still talking to the people on the team that they're close to, but you know that they're part of this core group. That mm especially when they go off and talk to others, even if they get casual, they bring that tone down to them to show that they are being casual to them. They, their casual air about them is on yeah. purpose. There's a purpose to being casual. And... Oh, you mean, so it's like being professional, but then bringing in the casual because that's a mechanism to... Yes, exactly. Yeah. So that when you're doing the professional stuff, there's even more professional oomph to it, which isn't even there because well, I, I see, played that's... through both sets of lines. That was why I went yeah. back and did it. And there is, th that's the biggest thing I think that's missing is oomph. There is no oomph. Everything comes off as disjointed oh. at different points. Now I didn't get to go very far. Maybe it gets better later, but early on it's, it lacks almost an oomph. Well, I mean, there are weird that's... pauses, weird delays, uh, lack of emotion you're you're speaking i'm in agreement with you and i'm also not i'm having that one of those uh 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 there we are um the uh, i'm having a couple of moments of trying to process that because i'm in part disagreeing with you but understanding that that's my opinion but i'm also seeing where you're coming from because i think that actually feeds into the disassociation i had um when i was you know playing the first part of the game where it's like this is not my beautiful shepherd um and it what was it was like coming to terms with ah, i don't want to use the phrase but i don't know if we want the new status quo of of mass effect engagement um so you know it's part of part of it was that i think Yes, I think you're right. There's certainly 
no no gravitas and how in from what you said and as the game progresses i don't necessarily know if that gravitas gets there i think there's i think you earn pathfinder as you play um and through the story i think there's an implicit gravitas but do you as a character um act on it or or, or uh, inhabit it it kind of i would say probably depends a lot on your conversational choices and i i played me mm. uh an emotion an emotional casual kind of fuck um which i think has you know which means i i, I can't fully kind of say you know does it kind of air quotes get better but then when i think about um how difficult i found at getting into the game i think to myself well was that part of it as well where i'm like thinking back it's like my god this person's a child uh this person this person can hold a gun um yeah it's yeah there's this weird disconnect from the character early on where and and this is the big thing i was just thinking about it i was trying to think where was that disconnect Mm. happening for me and I realized it. I just got it. Okay. The characters' lines deliveries were much stronger almost inside conversations with random NPCs you could just walk up to and talk to than they were in all of the main story points, which had the full-on face, or even the helmet section where they had to deliver yeah. the big lines. They were delivered better in side areas. And it was almost like the director didn't know what they were supposed to be asking for. And that's why I'm not saying it's a voice actor problem. I say it's a voice direction problem. The director didn't seem to know what the scene called for. And they just kind of said, meh, and then took whatever. Oh, I am so eager for you to play uh, uh, once this game unlocks. And it will have to be a chunky play because it's like, wow. But I'd be kind of interested... In, in in how you feel the characters have progressed and the vocal talent have progressed in in the storytelling uh because it because it's one of the things where you i think you may be right but equally speaking i think part of it comes from uh the sheer what the fuckery of uh this is not mass effect but it's mass effect why all my, my my some of my preconceived expectations of things were being um, um affected as the game kind of started both intentionally by the design of the game and unintentionally through well face um for me i stepped back so, from that i looked at it as any other triple a game what would i expect out of a protagonist <laughs> in a big game sorry i'm laughing we should probably address this uh uh, Footmorph says, I'm confused. So apparently this game is really good and we absorbed tons of time, which is why I never played any of this franchise, but it completely sucks. Well, Photon, I think you've got mostly right, except for the last bit. I don't think it sucks. I think the... There are issues. Uh, there are issues. Um, the facial animations, and we are... Uh, we're hearing this about like, the third or fourth time now. The, the facial animations are rough as badges. Badgers, not badges. Um, if you've ever seen a, a badger late at night in an alleyway, mm, rough. Uh, and as a result, it distances you from the game, but you get rewarded the more you play, and it kind of clicks and locks in. It's a big game. It's a massive game. Um, 
this is this is not your uh, I'll play you know forty hours and be done game. This is uh, no, no. Oh my God, no. Um, it's big. This is um, a there goes several weeks of my life type of game. Yeah. Um, and in many ways, while not um, doing particularly groundbreaking things like, um, you know, I think all the major design elements were in the original trilogy and they've added to it with improved uh, conversation systems, with the verticality, with uh, a cover system and improved AI, although in hardcore mode it goes a bit mental, it seems. Um it's 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 the same it's the same games with a new lick of paint um and i think i think that's that's like giving i don't i gave this i gave this a very high score um and the way i kind of view it is that if you're a fan of Mass Effect, this is everything you'd want. If you haven't played Mass Effect, but you're into that kind of sense of, of game, uh, it's it's a game you should get and you should play. Uh, the huge downside and turn off will be the uh, the facial, <laughs> will be the facials. Um, and uh, that takes time to get over. So if you're playing the game and you get pushed off from it by going oh my god uh it does improve uh not the face faces but your ability at least for myself when i played it my ability to process that and and move on with the story and let the rest of the 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 mechanisms grow on me um uh it's nice to hear there's a lot of progression though unlike mass effect one to three we had shepherd established as a person at the start and then just spent time realizing it maybe here it can be the other way around I, that's a fair point. Um, there was actually something really nice, and um, uh, it's one of those things which can be slightly overlooked, that when we uh, played the original Mass Effect trilogy, we picked our kind of roles, like uh, were you biotic, mm -hmm. were you a, a various kind of thing. Um, in the game, you do get a somewhat starting option, where you're like, are you security or are you XYZ? And it will give you a couple of um, advantages. But as the game progresses, for various reasons within the story, you have a complete access to all combat tech and biotics, um, which means that you, instead of having yourself centralized in one area, you can have full play across your entire character. And then you have these things called profiles, <laughs> gee what a name uh where you can apply them to your character to give you other modifications and you unlock um, them by choosing which upgrades you want to do exactly so um very by open. the end i was very open so i was i was rocking uh a concussive shot um shock wave um uh grenade uh soldier um who was doing all her, her crazy shit um started with assault rifles because you know assault rifles you can never go wrong quickly moved into i am the god of sniper um and uh yeah i'm such, just the such opposite fun. you yeah i you like go sniper first uh, and then charge lance and um reflect barrier 
Okay. With uh, shotguns and melee weapons. Well, I loaded I like up with shotgun brutality. See, I, I have my Omni Blade, although you can get a Krogan hammer. Looks sweet as fuck. I have my uh, Omni Blade. I have my shotgun, and I had my assault rifle to start with. But as I uh, played, I was finding I wasn't really kind of going in for the kill. But when I did go in for the kill, it was pure melee the entire way, and I fuck shit up. Um, uh, so uh, Scotty Breezy says I had all the DLC for the Mass Effect games and I love playing every second of it so I'm a big fan I'm the same uh, my sad confession is I have the Citadel DLC and I've still never played it I've still not even watched the videos I played uh, I, all of it I, I couldn't face saying goodbye uh, my you know, thing it's not like go on it's just something with with him saying the DLC thing that I was going to say is the best thing that I've heard said about this game right now is yes, there are issues with it. If especially if you're new to Mass Effect, that could draw you out even more. One of the yeah. best things I heard said about it was if you're a fan of Mass Effect, this is going to give you that experience. It's going to give you a big experience. It's going to give you a lot to play. And it except for the little things that could draw you out of the story, little tweaks like the helmet on option are going to pull you right back into the mass effect universe. Mm. And you're going to absolutely love it. This is a game that you will want to get for those that are new to the series. You will want to get this game as a good, as a pretty good game. If you're new to the series, however, wait for it to go on sale because it will go on sale eventually. Yeah. And, um, still put it on your list to get it though because the story yeah. alone is going to be worth it on sale it's pretty much worth it as it is but if you're on the fence eh, wait for it to go on sale if but still put it this on your game, list this game has immense potential um if they fix some of the visuals i think i mean this 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 game will be talked about um uh, unfortunately it's been talked about for all the wrong reasons uh parazane says there have been a lot of people trolling the game troll, troll, troll. uh the game release and saying it is terrible all i can say is that they can never have seen a bad release before if they think mea is a terrible release <laughs> yes um and that's kind of that was uh a, a kind of a conversation we had in the office today um it's it's kind of you have to you have to you have to acknowledge the elephant in the room and that is the visual aspect of the facial animations um but uh, also i think there's a lot of mileage being made out of it beyond the discussion of the issue uh and that's kind of okay in many ways because hell comedy um but equally speaking it's shadowing at this moment in time a great game that people won't have the ability to discover in the 10 hours you can start to see signs of it but because of the disassociation that the visualization the visuals unfortunately are creating it means that people aren't seeing what's underneath and so it's uh wait until it's almost let's put it this way it's it's fun reading people's reviews of the game um because based upon what they uh what they write about and what they focus on it lets me know have they actually played the game um and there's quite a few of the reviews out there that they haven't and it's like at least from my mind i should say yeah they they took the easy shots at it 
yeah and it's like no you've got you've got to go beyond that and actually look at what they're trying to do and does it deliver and the answer is a big time yes it just so happens that for the first uh say for me it was about the first 20 hours it's kicking itself in the nuts it's yes um, but. a yes but once you get past that big old but uh which we cannot lie about uh you will find a game that we also cannot deny uh, is rather good um <laughs> uh, uh scotty breezy i pre-ordered the most expensive version without question based on how much i love the old games um yeah i didn't i got the deluxe edition yeah um, i got that one as well which so i'm going to play it all over again um starting uh, uh on the thing of the 23rd at unlocks in the uk so yay uh so i'm going to be doing that for a bit um uh Shinigara goes, what do you think of the custom character creator? I don't understand how that passed Q&A. I totally agree with you. The custom character creator is rough. It, it would, Yeah. There's a lot of bugs in there that are weird. Like when you're trying to swap out the base face in order like in order to change... It, it doesn't spoil much going into character creation. One of the first things you do. What it's always been with the character has been, okay, choose your rough shape of a face now set your skin tones and that sort of thing. But in this one, it, it works weird. The, the tonal meter is based on whatever base face you pick, but that face doesn't always transfer over correctly. So you have to pick a preset to go into custom. Like it gets wonky. Then once you figure it out, it's really easy to use, but you have to get around like five bugs. And I realize I'm a QA engineer by trade. So I'm able to, find ways around bugs but i'm like oh for someone else oh god this is painful oh no i mean uh it was the same thing i mean i kept my i played around with it but i kept the default face uh and then later i was um customizing my clothing with the tints and everything and the i actually thought i had it was bugged in because i tried five three or four or five times whatever it was and i couldn't get the colors to stick and then I started pressing buttons that weren't on the screen in order to make things stick, and it's like, fuck you, you could have made you could have made this easier. Um, uh, now I didn't do this, but did you, you did you change your character's face? Oh yeah. Did you apply it to your twin? I actually uh, customized the twin's face completely too. Okay. What happened to Alec Ryder's face? Um, it didn't really change that much. I've seen some video from some people, and I cannot be sure since I didn't create this myself. Um, His face does I... adjust a bit. There is some yes. change to it, but it's there subtle, is adjustment, and the eyes. Oh, interesting, because interesting because I saw um um yeah uh I I saw what, uh, one version on YouTube of somebody's Alec that. Uh, I didn't see close up, but it, in, unless they had popping texture issues, it looked quite different. I mean, not like uh, 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 oh, is it Rugrats that do smashing with a big nose and a various mustache and things. Uh, not like that kind of different. It was just enough to go, oh, they're retroactively applying the changes of the twins onto the onto the onto the it, father. It's what Shingar just said in in chat. It takes the presets, so not the extremes that you can do to your character's face but just the base uh, preset. So if you have two really extreme presets that you use, 
his face will look really weird. Uh, most people uh, don't do that, though, with them and their twin. So a lot of times it'll mash up right. But if you use extreme ones, which should be a test case, then... Oscar the Grouch and Free Willy. Yeah. So there are some extreme options that you could do between the two the two twins for presets on faces because you can you can pick pretty extreme presets and you can, you can use face to look a little weird but it it's still um, there's a baseline that his face kind of looks like and it molds it over that almost yeah so it, it doesn't okay, get that, as weird sense. as some of the faces i've seen people make out there for their characters because you can really stretch a character out and make the best example i can say is um if you haven't seen it check out achievement hunters play it's only the first hour of mass effect andromeda and only watch like until their character is revealed and then yeah. you'll you'll know they named him writer writer i will just say that and you, you need you need to see what they did because holy shit i was dying and I was like, I can't, I didn't even think of that, but I can't believe those are options. And, yeah. uh, yeah, that would be about as extreme as you can go. And the facial creation lets you go pretty wild. Um, there's a, what the fuck is, I can't change eyebrows, forehead, head shape, skin texture. Yeah, there's, there's, uh, quite a lot of limitation. Um, Scotty asks, how about facial hair in the game? Does it look good or is it totally goofy looking? Looks um, okay. Looks like a texture. It's not hair. Yeah, it's, it's not really hair. One. It's even the hair on top of the head is kind of flat molded. It's not really full on hair. Mm. It's it's very it's very two thousand and seven looking hair at best. I uh, it's it makes Final Fantasy Spirits Within look like a landmark modern day masterpiece. Yeah, it's um, it, it is not up to date hair tech. They're not even close. Uh, Talking about, well, long hair tech. See, that's... Uh, so... Mm -mm. Stuff that uh, wasn't really kind of included in what I wrote about, um, I didn't include it, didn't have the time, unfortunately, is when there there were certain scenes and there were certain characters in, when you're having conversations and it shows, shows your hair in the game. Um, my hair was bent at 90 degrees to, uh, from, you know, out and it, it kind of had, um, the same kind of presence as, uh, Dr. Strange's cloak. Hmm. Uh, I, I did the, the ponytail and it looked okay. Um, I didn't see, I, it was just default hair. Cause for me, it was like, if I do default everything, we'll just see how it kind of goes. Uh, it must be, if it was optimized for anything, possibly the base default model. And uh, and and my hair did a a ninety degree angle at mm -hmm. times and just stuck there and it was like whoa, um, but yeah, you know how and you can fix that is, though, right? Um, shave it, helmet on, helmet on. You are so you're so safety conscious. Wear your helmet. Yeah, um, yeah, that's the, the best advice I could give anyone for playing this game. Just do the helmet on option; it fixes all of this. Your co-pilot is, um, I think, slightly stoned as well, and she has she has odd hair. Um, but it's kind of one of these things where spend more time talking to the aliens, and a lot of the issues will uh, disappear. 
because uh, you know they're aliens and they don't have the facial reaction structures. Um, Actually, the animation of the faces for the aliens is pretty decent. Yeah. Um, like even even the mouth flapping and stuff for like the Turians and things, which it is kind of complex. It totally fits. It's good. I'm like, you just didn't spend time on humans. Yeah. Um, yeah, they are actually they're pushing the uh, uh, Shinigara is saying uh, pushing the 1080 Ti for the effects. They're actually pushing and recommending the 1060 up. Um, there are various um, things coming out that we'll talk more about that in the press um, this week. Um, let me think. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. I, I think the I think the takeaway is uh, it's worth getting, um, but only if you're really willing to invest time in it because there's enough speed bumps that uh, it's going to be a, a rocky ride until you kind of put in the time. After that, it's immensely rewarding. Um, I think uh, I haven't really we haven't really talked about the storyline. Uh, we haven't talked around various aspects of that, and that's been deliberate. Uh, Correct. We can probably we can probably talk about that long after many people have played it. Um. Uh, I will say, have you? Did you get into the tempest? I can't remember. When I did. The ten hours stops. Yes, the ten hours stops after you go to the first open world that you can get to. Right. Which is as much um, as I gave people was that. Yes, there's a ship for you. Yes, there's a bit of a linear start, which is like every Mass Effect, and yes, it does yeah. open up. So, so when you get into the into the tempest, um, uh, I don't know at what point, but it basically turns into the love boat. Um, there is an awful lot of romance options if you're in for that. Um, uh, let's let's just say you you ain't gonna have to hunt them out. Um, Sweet. Uh, there's also um, fantastic uh, LGBTQ um, uh, options and uh, of that ilk in the game. Um, not necessarily automatically as part of main story but just background characters and various sods and sods it's just a part of the fabric so uh good on you bioware um and uh i think that's pretty much it unless there's anything from your side or anything in chat no in general uh it's what you say if you're looking for a mass effect game and can get past the speed bumps which are mostly just animation issues and yeah honestly I, I keep preaching it because I think this will get people past a lot of them is the helmet on option. Uh, you can use that to get past a lot of those problems. That's a fair thing. Um, uh, what what annoyed me actually with the helmet stuff is how I, the nicest helmet in terms of what I used was the scavenger helmet because it was just the one that kind of gave me the most rewards and benefits, especially weapon weight when I'm playing more of a, a combat oriented character. Uh, but equally, it doesn't have like a, a see-through dome. It's all kind of locked in like, uh, you know, you know, know who I am, you can't tell. Um, and so it's like, no. See, I'm okay so with that. I would, yeah, I was gonna say, I recommend the scavenger. 
So, Grackies, where can we find you? You can find me on twitch.tv slash Grackies, G-R-A-K-E-E-S, as well as on Twitter. Please go and follow my Twitter if you haven't already. And subscribe to my YouTube channel for Bad Rolls, the weekly, nearly weekly, D&D show <laughs> that I run oh, it's as been, well. There's been some fun times with the internet around your way, man. Um, hopefully that's all sorted now. Um, and where can we find and- you? Yes, you can find me um, hanging out uh, with Grackies on his channel. Um, and you can also find me at twitch.tv slash doublarthackery. D O U B L A R T H A C K E R Y. And uh, we love you lots. And we're very happy that we can talk about uh, another game. Um, space games are good games, science fiction games are, are good games. It's, it's what we love, it's what we play. Um, and uh, we look forward to hearing uh, <laughs> and we look forward to uh, bringing you more news in this verse as we uh, oh I can't speak I'm broken basically love you lots bye bye like what you heard, please do feel free to follow us. We also do video stuff as well. And give us a review on iTunes. It doesn't matter if it's good, bad, or just indifferent. We want to hear what you have to think. Well, not everything you have to think. I mean, that that could be a lot. <laughs>